BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. Once again, it's on. You know what it is. It's your guy, Red Pretty Butler, and this is that pretty left hook hitting you in your goddamn liver. Listen, today I got my man. I'm going to let him introduce himself, but this is my guy. You know where we at, too. We in the District of Columbia. I call him Mr. DC. He go by many names. Who is my guest, man? What's up, guys? My name is Senor Miguel. Thanks, Big Red, for pulling me up. You know what I'm saying? Appreciate appreciate you uh, doing this for me, and this is awesome, man. I love I love it, man. Great to, space. And I'm gonna tell you something. It's very rare when I get a guy that actually knows jujitsu, actually follows metamorphosis and all these. T- this man is about all this. You know what I'm saying? So there's there's very little he doesn't understand about the combat shit. So we're about to talk about some real things. First and foremost, yo. Miguel, Senor Miguel, we gotta talk about this shit, man. So, Errol Spence, right? Welterweight king right now. I call him the boogeyman in the sport. Blair Cobbs, who, for those who don't know, um, a prospect. He's 32 years old. He's still a prospect. He's with Golden Boy Promotions. We're gonna talk about that later. But he's been coming hard for Errol. Yeah, yeah. Now, this was his moment. He fought um, Alexis Rocha. Um, he was looking past Rocha, in my opinion. He was talking to the whole media during media day about Errol Spence. Oh, Errol's, he's messing up the game. He won't take a small check and just fight, you know, Terrence Crawford. He's scared of Terrence Crawford, he said multiple times. But he definitely said he's messing up the game. I say all that to say the following. He had a lot of shit to say. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. And when his ass got in this situation with Rocha, he caught the fade, dog. It was a crazy fight. It was a crazy fight. I mean, I saw it, and uh, I, w- I was blown away by the result. Uh, I thought it would be 
I, look, I, I thought, in my opinion, it wasn't as competitive as I thought it would be. That's me. You know what I mean? Uh, I think and on, on Kyle's behalf. Yeah, yeah. yeah he didn't yeah. meet his mouth. Didn't meet his yeah, fist. No, oh, I didn't. Man. No, no. And I think at the end of the day, it just came down to Styles making fights. Right. You know, Rocha was a great inside fighter. He really knew how to protect himself going in. And uh, you know those wild punches that Cobb was throwing wasn't Man. wasn't doing him any justice, leaving that chin up in the air like that. Right. You know, get you tapped up. So got you tapped up, <laughs> and he actually got tapped all the way up. I believe he got knocked out in what the seventh or the sixth or something like that. Uh, it was the ninth, the ninth, ninth round. Yeah. yeah. So he got round. knocked out in the later rounds. But interestingly, because he had so much to say about Errol Spence, Errol Spence has some things to say back. Errol Spence said. Rocha beating Red ass off five heartbeats. Now, for those who aren't familiar with this pop culture reference, Red was the funny pimp gangster dude in the five heartbeats. He had a big mane of red afro hair. And um, this kid, Cobb, very similar, looking like the 20 years, you know what I'm saying, before version of this guy. But the kid looks different from most boxers right now. He dresses different. Yeah, very, very He wears different. a lot of chokers and bicycle motorcycle clothes and all and he's from philly by the way he's wild so you yeah. know philly got little uzi vert so y'all be on some different shit <laughs> but, you know what i mean Cobb was already talking crazy while he was dressing crazy so you know errol spence he calls himself the truth mm-hmm. and he is that this kid sells out at&t stadium yeah. he for pacquiao yeah. yeah he did for it mikey garcia amazing story too he done owned everybody and blair cobb comes out of nowhere with a minor belt by the way he's he has no world title talking crazy I want to ask, Senor Miguel, man, put me on game, man. Even though I overstand fight hype and I know you're trying to own another um, position in your fight career and you try to jumpstart it with a media day and talking shit, was Blair Cobbs out of line? First of all, you never had a world title and you coming for Errol Spence and he got two right now. Yeah, I think at the end of the day, I mean, you know, it's typical behavior of a fighter who's not sharing himself. Mm. You know, I saw I saw I saw the I saw the press conference. Um, you know, overlooking somebody is definitely a bad mistake. Man. You know, you definitely don't want to do that at all. Um, you know, but I think I think, you know, I I think that at the end of the day I was I was watching the press conference and one thing I did notice is uh he was stuttering on his words. He wasn't he was stuttering really sure. on his words. He wasn't really sure what he wanted to say. Uh, so I kept track of that and uh, I I noticed that once I noticed things like that, then I know there's there's some trouble uh coming. Man. So, you know, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> Errol said Put his ass in the dirt. Mad eyes, mad R's. Yo, damn yeah. Cobbs. I'm yeah. not going to see. Okay, so here's my other thing. Senor Miguel, check this out. All right, we both understand boxing. Golden Boy Promotions. Golden Boy Promotions, if you don't understand the situations, Oscar De La Hoya and Bernard Hopkins, all right? Formerly, Sugar Shane Mosley was down with these guys, but Oscar De La Hoya is Bernard Hopkins. Now, these guys, obviously, we're talking Oscar De La Hoya, we're talking Mexicans, we're talking L.A. He overstands and understands how to promote Latino fighters, it's mainly Mexicans, even though he has gone with, um, what's my man's name? Oh, my God. I fought Lomachenko. He's from, I think, Venezuela. You know what I'm talking about. Fast little guy. I forgot. I forgot. Y'all know what I'm talking about. He fought Lomachenko. He gave Lomachenko a little run, too, but Lomachenko beat him then. But um, I'm saying that to say, when I, saw the, when I realized the fact that Blair Clobs was signed the Golden Boy, I was immediately like, yo, listen, first of all, this is boxing. All right. So it is what it is. Boxing has politics. Blair, you're going to get buried in the Golden Boy roster. You're not Virgil Ortiz. You're not Ryan Garcia. Obviously, Canelo left. But, bro, you're not popping at all. So I understood the need to self-propel. My problem with Blair, resume, dog. Because, first of all, even if you would have beat Rocha, you have mad degrees to go before you get to a Spence, cuz. 
You can't even get to a Keith Thurman right now. Yeah, nah, you can't nah, even get. Not. You can't even get Boots Ennis. Yeah. Yeah. So like I thought that was like I understood and I overstood and even some of the things he said was some real shit actually like low key. But bro, you gotta pay how you weigh. Like it was a little too early to wax poetic. You might have wanted to do that shit at the press post fight press conference after you beat Roach's ass. That would have set you up love. But you didn't even do that. Now, I hate to say it as a 32 year old prospect, in this boxing game the way it is now, one loss. Low key death sentence for a prospect almost yeah, 33. Might, yeah, that might have been it right there. I mean, in terms of big money fights coming up, uh, yeah, his, his his chances are a little slim to none right now at man. that age. You know what I'm saying? Um, but you know, yeah, Errol Spence is on another level, man. Another Errol whole whole another level. Yo, whole speak, another level. speaking of which, you said some real shit. He was like, you know, you seen he was stuttering his words when he was talking his shit. He's trying too hard on the gimmick. It's just, it's just right. that's what it is. Is the gimmick is if your gimmick doesn't really match your real real, real self, energy, right? Then your gimmick ain't gonna work. So you I know. Got a question for you: Have you been seeing before the situation happened and Javante had to fight Isak Cruz? Did you see the press conference when it was Rollies Romero and Javante Davis? And Rollies was going hard, talking shit outside. Oh, that yin yang, yeah. Okay, yeah. I actually felt the same energy from Rollies, but the only difference is I think Rollies actually believes he could beat Tank. Yeah, and that's the difference. So at the end of the day, sometimes, sometimes you have the belief. The, the yeah. belief is always going to be there. You know what right. I mean? But then there's some guys like in this case, I think with Cobb, yes. I think the first time that they presented the fight uh, with Roach, I think he declined he it. But declined he, it. But he's saying right. that it wasn't him. It was right. his team, so on and so forth. But you know, at the end of the day, uh, you had to take the fight. You know, the there's fight. no no choice now. You got to put your money where your mouth is, and he didn't do his job. Right. You know, so you know, it better luck next time. You know. Tough fight though, man. This is Styles makes fights, makes fights, and uh, that that's exactly what happened right there. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury, with a reveal unlike any other, as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, 
bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now. In other words, Senor Miguel saying, Cobb, you bit off more than you could goddamn chew. You got your ass chewed out. Yeah, you tried too hard, man. You tried too hard. You came for the king and you missed. What did, what did Omar say? You, if you shoot at the king, you best not miss. That's a wire reference for you young motherfuckers. But goddamn it. Cobb, I was rooting for you. You had the fucking red fro shit rocking. You was on some Philly Uzi Vert shit. Yeah, the, I wanted to the, see. the gimmick works if you win. The gimmick was working. Yeah, if you win that fight, the gimmick works. You right. know, you was it was that next step, and then you would have got to the next level, and you know it would have worked. But man. you know, it would have made a lot of people angry because it was just yeah. it's a hard sell, it's man. Hard sell. You know, that's a tough gimmick, and I don't know. I mean, I can't even believe his gimmick. You know what I mean? Dude. He's just I just felt like he was trying too hard. <laughs> Interestingly enough, before we go to our next topic. If Cobb, if you want to really make noise in the welterweight division, your ass need to sign the Premier Boxing Champions, dog. I hate to break it to you, but everybody not named Terrence Crawford is there. Yeah, I think I think a big I think a big sell point for him in terms of the signing for Golden Boy, I think was part of his his uh, rate his being raised right. uh, partly in uh, Jalisco and down that's in true. Mexico. You know, his father I think was a military guy or something like that, so he moved around quite a bit. That's that was another thing about the stuff, and that's the thing about a lot, a lot of guys in the fight game to talk all this. I'm from the street, and I'm from this, I'm from that, but whole time they were never yeah. from the streets. You right. know what I mean? Like they were. It's just you know, it's just it's just that's he just was what from it was. Barracks, man. Yeah, he was from the barracks you know he he watched outside his window right. over the wall to to <laughs> to see the action you should have been in barracks roll circa 1980s in dc we might have believed you cuz but we don't believe you no more you knew you a new dc but um yo going to the heavyweights man so you're miguel tyson fury man first of all we got to talk about the fact that tyson fury took over america dog i'm sorry yeah i'm gonna yeah. be the first to say it and y'all know what i'm talking about because when he fought deontay Definitely the second and definitely the third time I seen most of the Americans rooting for fucking Wild. I mean, rooting for fucking Fury, dog. Yo, never in our history has an Olymp American Olympian. Okay, Deontay Wilder has a bronze medal. Y'all was rooting for the fucking English guy. But I overstand because Tyson Fury. Motherfucker's entertaining, man. I ain't yeah, he's a great entertainer. Shit, and he's got a hell of a fan base. I mean, he ste stepped out of boxing. I think that. He grew his fan base also by stepping into the wrestling world. You know what I mean? He, he got a lot he of fans did. from there. Uh, people respect things like that when you're willing to get out of your comfort zone and I look like the big, bad, tough guy and all that. Um, I think with I think with Deontay, uh, it was just one of them things, man, where uh, people were, were all about him. But once that first fight was done right. and the excuses came, yes. not, many people don't like excuses. Nah, you know nah, what I mean? nah. <laughs> and that's, that so, was the problem. Yeah. My gloves are, they were padded wrong. They were hit. He was cheating. My water bottle's tainted. My he, my helmet and my suit were too heavy. It was crazy. And yeah, the fact was. that even now Deontay's talking about he's going to take ayahuasca to decide 
if he's going to even continue to box, is fucking nuts. Dude. Yeah, that's crazy. Bro, you should know before you take the goddamn. I don't care if you do the toad shit with, with Tyson, Ayahuasca, or you just smoke a shitload of tree. Mm -hmm. You need to know what you're doing before you go into these situations because you're going to be the whole other side of yourself, dog. Yeah. Like real rap. Don't be going there looking for that. Just know. But I want to talk about the fact that now, because we know Tyson Fury's about all that smoke. He's coming for Dillian White. Okay? And my thing is, Tyson Fury just said, because, you know, Dillian White is always with the, let's go, and all of that. Dillian's mad quiet right now. Yeah, bird chirping. Bird, now, I know he's yeah. taking Tyson super serious. We know that. And this is a super all-England fight. However, Tyson was very disrespectful as normal. He said, yeah, you see Dillian White's quiet, right? Yeah, because the bag was finally right in his life. You shut the fuck up now. Yo! Hey, man, you I know, like there, may, guy, there, man. there may be some truth to it. You never you know, know man. And, and those are the types of shots you got to take Facts. to mentally defeat your opponent. You know what yeah. I mean? It's going to get some kind of reaction. It is. You know what I mean? It, whether it's whether it's out in public or whether it's right. within himself while he's right. in the bathroom staring himself in the mirror, man. you will get you. There will be a reaction to those words. That's a fact. You know what I mean? So I love Tyson um, Fury. He taught us the word. Dosser. I didn't know what the fuck he was talking about. I love about. that word. <laughs> it's, a, it's a fucking bum. I love that word. Yeah, yeah, Doss, yeah, yeah big <laughs> Yo, I, I like this guy. He got his own yeah. language. He comes yeah. to America. He don't give a shit. He puts yeah. his face on his suits. Yeah, he's great. He he's sings great. Sweet Caroline. He's a fucking nut. Yeah. I love this guy, man. He's yeah. crazy as shit. But y'all was some traitors, though, America. We're going to call y'all <laughs> traitor ass out. <laughs> English guy. But I want to talk about the heavyweight division and the fact that with this whole Ukraine-Russia situation, Anthony Joshua was supposed to fight Alexander Usyk on this rematch. But what we know now is that Anthony Joshua said, you know what? I know that man's over there defending his country. If he can't come and fuck with me, I want Deontay Wilder. Senor Miguel, who wins that fight if that happens? I personally, I think uh, I think uh, Anthony Joshua wins that fight. Um, mm, really? I think, yeah, I think I think it's I think it's a matter of you know who who's making the proper adjustments in the gym, and I think that even even with the recent loss and all of that to uh, Alexander, uh, I think that he did show some improvements. Right, uh, he did show some determination in that fight, you know, and you know I think that he has a lot more left than Deontay. I don't think the, I think mm. Deontay with those three battles with Tyson really really heavy took leather. a toll on him. You yeah. know what I mean? And uh, it's it's only so much bouncing back you can do from that. So I believe that with the straight punches, uh, I think Anthony Joshua takes that fight all day and takes it easily. Mm. I think he takes it easily. The jab is a killer. Yeah. The jab is a killer. And, um, you know, if he knows how to jab and utilize the size just like, right. you know, Tyson did, then I think I think he takes that fight all day. No, no, no doubt about it. Interestingly enough, I did get some inside information. Shout out to my peoples in Deontay's camp that Malik um, Scott is coming back. So he's going to remain the trainer. Um but, you know, one thing I got to say about Anthony Joshua for this call out, and I, I, I respect Anthony Joshua for this. You realize that if you beat Deontay Wilder, the questions that were raised after An Andy Ruiz beat you, Mike, you know what I mean? You did just lose to Usyk because everybody knows Deontay got that right hand. So if you were able to surpass that right hand, outbox him, or even brawl with him and do what Tyson did, but I don't think you could do that, Anthony. That gives you a lot more respect and sets you back up for Usyk, but it's also a major risk. Because you have also been knocked out, Anthony Joshua. Yeah, yeah. And that kid got the right hand of God. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. His senses might be a little off now, but that thing still go. Yeah, I think I think eventually what it's going to come down to, uh, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, I think 
uh, truthfully speaking, I think that if, 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 with everything going on with the war and all of that, I, I don't think this is going to die out anytime soon. At all. Um, so I think they may even strip him of the title. Ooh, you know what I mean? Uh, and uh, just that's move, real, move on. You know, if you decide to come back, then come on back. You know what I mean? And we'll get you right back in there. But I don't know that that you know I don't know that he's gonna you know leave his country for a fight anytime soon even after even after the fact there's still a lot of rebuilding that needs to happen you know just because the war is over don't mean you can go back to your normal life you know what i mean so it's going to be a while you know and i don't think i don't think i see him coming back for a couple years yo the craziest shit with this ukraine russia thing to me is all the ukrainian boxes was like man fuck the game all of we out with ak every single with my vest yeah all of them even little Lomachenko. Yeah, yeah. He's shooting ankles yeah. all day. Yeah, <laughs> shooting ankles. Who's ready? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, D- Dimitri Bivol, I don't know if he went, but I know he's supposed to fight Canelo next. Yeah, no, I think, I I, I don't know. Uh, I haven't really heard on that, but I yeah. think I think there's word that he might be uh, might be going and defending Ooh, his country. Wait. So I don't know, man. I, all I know is there's a lot of Ukrainian fighters yeah. who are not even high level guys Over that there. are just gone. They're just right. fuck, fuck everything. Yeah, they just say we're we're out of here. And it's and hey, man, look, they're, they're not doing so bad over there. I mean, you know, shout outs to everybody out there that you know was going going through it. So it's tough times down there. Yeah, it's <laughs> crazy. The if you didn't know, the Ukrainians is the new street motherfuckers. They ready. They scrapping. Where's my AK? Yeah, they're not playing. Fuck the game. I'll yeah, take that million playing. dollar check later. Yep. They the realest. Playing. Yo, fucking um, Vitaly Klitschko's the mayor of Kiev. Yeah. First one to suit up. Yep. Yeah, and his brother. Vladimir, let's go. Yep. Where, where they at? Yep. Yo, these are the realest guys. Do you know what it means to get a fight with Canelo Alvarez? No. And it'd be possibly like, man, Life fuck changing. all that. I got to do this. That's the biggest money you're going to ever see. Life changing. That's the new Mayweather, bro. Yeah. Yo, these are the realest guys. Yo, there's no selfish in these cats. These are the most selfish, selfless cats I've ever seen, man. Yeah. Yeah, this is it's crazy. It's amazing. Yeah, it is amazing. And you won't see that from, from with, with many people in this country. Hell no. Nah. <laughs> you won't Yo, see that. Americans, you're up some fucking traitors, man. God damn, <laughs> shit on Deontay. Motherfuckers go running high. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? When Putin starts aiming at you, we're going to see what you do. You're going to be like, Yo, let's go hit the MGM Live first, MGM Grand first. You know what I mean? For them ball stars. You know I mean? Man. Good stuff, man. Um. I want to talk about Colby Covington. You know, obviously we saw him do George Masvidal dirty. Or George Masvidal did himself dirty with his conditioning, however you want to look at it. Yeah. I mean, you know, I think with that fight, uh, it, it was, it was, you know, it, it was obvious. I, I knew that that fight was going to go the way that it did. Uh, George Masvidal is a great, legendary uh, fighter. You know, but at the end of the day, and I always tell this to everybody, if you have a chance to put your kids in wrestling, put uh, your kids in wrestling. Right. Because it is a different animal of cardio, a completely different animal. Um, I hate grappling with wrestlers. Uh, they just, they, <laughs> they just, there's no, there's no quit. They're, they don't have a gas tank, right. you know. It's just nonstop. But uh, I think Kobe, man, Kobe's, Kobe's on his way. I think give him one more crack at Usman and he might do it, man. You know, but we'll see, man. I mean, you know, Usman might have his number, but I knew that that, that was the way it was going to go for George. George is, uh, George is um, you know, he, he got himself to a very high level. He's making a lot of money. You know what I mean? Um, and right now it's just for him was mostly just taking the entertaining fights, the big right. money fights. You know what I mean? And uh, he's not really focused on any titles. And I think that's that's where it is. If you're not focused on wanting to be the best, you're focused on the money more than wanting to be the best, then you're not really going to challenge yourself as much as one that wants to be the best. You know what I mean? So that's where I think George is at right now. 
Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. Yeah, clearly Drake didn't listen to Senor Miguel, and he lost like almost three hundred thousand betting on George Masvidal because you don't know wrestling. Yeah, you don't was... know that that's the base yeah. of MMA. Yeah, but whatever. But I want to talk about the fact that Colby is so ambitious right now. He's calling out Israel, goddamn Adesanya, and he can do it. And he can absolutely one hundred percent do it. His pace is crazy. He, he remember he's cutting to one seventy. Oh, you know shit. Israel. Israel is Israel is walking around at like. 200 you know what i mean and and uh and kobe can easily walk around at the same weight you know what i mean and that's another thing is wrestlers it's easy for them to cut weight and imagine where he's not cutting weight right and he has a full camp and he goes into a fight with adesanya his gas tank is going to be even better mm. you know and he's going to completely just completely dominate with the rest i believe he's going to dominate with the rest as long as he can get in and keep him on his back foot in no way ain't no way that israel adesanya comes out there with a win Damn, y'all heard it here first. I'm That's a Senor Miguel prediction, kid. Real wrestling. Is that what got crushing. Israel when he lost that light heavyweight fight? When he lost the light heavyweight fight, he yeah. was going for the light heavyweight championship, and what beat him was a little bit of wrestling, but yeah. mostly jujitsu. You know what I mean? Maintaining control. He really wasn't effective on getting his hips out, right. you know, getting his underhooks and all of that. 
Um, but like I said, I think that Colby Covington moving up to 185 is not a bad move. Obviously, you see there's a big weight difference because when Israel did move up to the to the light heavyweight, right. he was still around the same size. He was. You know what I mean? He didn't. There was nothing yeah. different. That's true. And then when he got That's up true. there, and he it was he was handled. Right. You know, fairly, what about the, fairly what about easily. the reach with Covington versus Israel? It's, it's uh, you can get in on the reach. That's okay. fine, but you can get on the Neutralizing reach. Neutralizing with the wrestling. and then and then and then yeah. you think about wrestling, and then you think about Adesanya throwing kicks. Ain't gonna throw that many kicks. Mm. Catch that leg, and you're going down. You know, and even if it creates a scramble, you, it's gonna get you tired and tired. And Israel's known for getting a little tired in there. You know what I mean? It's a little windy. You know, but I mean, he pushes. He, he pushes. pushes. He pushes. He's mentally strong. He is. You know what I mean? But man, Colby Covington is an animal. Complete animal, complete yeah. animal. He's a dick, but he's an animal. And and you got, and then and then and then Kamaru Usman. The reason why yeah. he can beat uh, Colby is because of that wrestling. He nullifies the wrestling he with nullifies. wrestling. Yes, he does. You know what I mean? Right. So <laughs> it's interesting. It's an interesting thing. I don't know if I want to see Colby versus Israel, bro. I don't think they're gonna make it happen. But you yeah, never know. Don't. You never know. I don't think they will. I think they're smarter than that. I don't yeah. think. I don't. I don't think it's the right fight to make. I, it makes no sense to me. Um, other than they're just talking shit, but there's so many fighters that talk shit right. to each other, and they're not fighting each other. <laughs> do you want? Do you want to see Colby versus Kamara? Um, Kamara and Colby. You know, at the end of the day, you know, this is the big thing about MMA and all of that. Like, I think that a lot of guys that are deserving of title shots and that are rightfully in line for the title shots don't get the proper opportunities. Colby has had his opportunities, obviously, but if you're the rightful number one contender, there you cannot be denied a title shot. I mean, that's just what it is for me. I believe that. You know what I mean? Because there's a lot of guys out there that are busting their ass. And then you got, you know, big, big sales, you know, that can generate so much money that come in and just jump right in front of the line. You know what I mean? And take the opportunity away because they can make the money. You know, at the end of the day, it's the name of the business is money. But that's the one thing I like about boxing is that in boxing, they really, you know, you have mandatory challengers right. where you yeah, have yeah, to fight that motherfucker. Right, that's right. You got to get right. in there and fight him. Ain't no question now. Right. <laughs> well, speaking of Kamaru Usman, somebody popped out of Ireland one time and was like, man, I'm going to take that shit, too, from your ass, man. And that was Conor McGregor's ass. The Notorious himself said he feels like he could take Kamaru. He said he's been watching. He said his leg is healed up. Obviously, y'all might have seen the training video he did recently where he was looking kind of good. He was looking swole. So people are like, oh, hold on. So he's not trying to do 55 right now, probably. He confirmed himself on the Mac Life. He did a podcast called Pub Talk. And he said, man, I'm not cutting no more weight. I'm done with that. He said, at 170, I feel strong. And we all know at 170, he fought Nate Diaz 1-1 um, and also Cowboy Cerrone. Mm -hmm. So at the both, end, both not wrestlers. Both not wrestlers, right? Mm -hmm. So- what we do know about Connor is he can survive and get a win at 170. We've seen him three times doing it. But here's the thing. Kamaru Usman is a whole nother animal right now at 170. I'd say he's surpassing even probably George St. Pierre. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. So Connor McGregor, with you being winless, you know what I'm saying, for many years now and just coming off a crazy injury, do you really think this man has a shot against Kamaru Usman, man? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> Got him. I, yeah, absolutely not. I think I think it's a it's a terrible call out. I think that he knows deep down in his heart they're not gonna make that fight. Right. It doesn't make sense. That's why he's doing it. Man. Um so yeah, I don't I don't think that that you know, I mean, and then you talk about guys like George St. Pierre, like I, I believe Kamaru Kamaru Usman is the 
all-time greatest welterweight fighter of all time based on the strength of schedule. You know what I mean? Yeah, George St. Pierre was a legend and did a lot of amazing things, but based on the strength of schedule, Kamaru Usman has been taking on all challengers. Yes, yes. You know what I mean? Uh, and he's going to continue to take on all challengers, in my opinion. Give you know? Uh, and he's going, man. Yeah. And he's going. And That's he's right. winning those fights, and he's in there. He doesn't look like he's phased by, you know, shots. When he right. does get when he does get hit, right. he's he's still, you know, he's still functional. Right. You know, you don't see him get hurt too often. You know, and I, that's that's what keeps him going, and that's why he's just on another level. Even Connor is taking a lot of punishment. Connor's know? taking a lot of punishment. I'm like, yo, really? You know what I mean? Dustin Poirier. I mean, he was already nice, but yo, he looked like a super stud yeah. against Duke, yeah. man. Yeah. Yeah, that was okay. amazing. And you know what's so funny to go backwards a bit? That fight was crazy for me because Connor did everything that looked like Ric Flair. He pulled up in a yacht. He came with his shirt off with his little Versace shit. I mean, he be doing the most because you got to get back to fighting, bro. Yeah, and that's the thing. You know Sometimes, what I'm saying? Yeah, you're going to get wrapped up in the gimmick. So much. And you forget about the real, real stuff. Yeah. You know, it's like, all right, now. Because they're you know? still training like killers. Yeah. They didn't get a hundred million for fighting Floyd, dog. Well, no. Like, they still hungry, man. Mm-hmm. You know, Dustin's out here selling fucking hot sauces and shit. He's fucking hungry. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? You got whiskey and... Listen. You know what I mean? But I like Connor. I know the game misses this man. You know, he got super fans, but there's some people coming up now. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, Kobe is starting to take the shit-talking crown. You know, he's trying to be a mix of fucking... Uh, what's, your, what's your man's name? Um, Chael Sonnen uh-huh. and Connor. You know what I mean? Like, we did this part... You know, one thing I said about the UFC... They always build a personality, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So Colby slid right in. Boom. Israel now really stepping out there, you know, with his breakdancing shit and fucking people up. So I mean, it's, it's and then it, it all comes from the professional wrestling all industry. It. You know what I mean? That's the where hills. they most get their their stuff from. It's pretty nice. good stuff. That's why I love wrestling, man, because I know these guys get influenced by it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's great stuff. <laughs> I don't like wrestling, by the way, but I respect him. Um, <laughs> um Last thing, man, Jake Paul. I got it cause, only because I need to get your opinion on this because you're a real fight fan. Do you like what Jake Paul's bringing to the game? Do you think Jake Paul's elevating the game of boxing? Yeah, I believe he is. I think that uh, I think that oh, oh, for so many years, you know, obviously when the big fights come around, the big fights come around. But, uh, you know, it's very hard for the sport of boxing to be in the tabloids consistently throughout the year. And I think that that's where Jake Paul comes in. And he's he's done that. He's kept boxing in the tabloids right. all year. Right. Uh, it's been no breaks for them. Um, and he's generating money. And not only that, but, he's you know, he's really doing something special, man, yeah, bringing yeah. these guys in and allowing them the opportunity to, to fight him in a boxing match from, you know, UFC fighters, right. old UFC fighters and and from what I hear, I you know I, I don't I don't know anything. All I know is what I hear. Right. They say that they're making a lot more money than they were in, in their entire <laughs> UFC career. Hell yeah! So I mean, you look at Frank Mir. He you know he made a shit ton of money he in his last fight. You know, yeah. uh, and he said something about being more money than he's made in his career or something mm. like that. It was crazy. So. You know, I mean, hey, Jake Paul, man, we yo, he gave Tyron the same purse as himself. He gave Tyron yeah. two million. Yeah, no, nah, I mean, Jake Paul and I mean, a Roley. At the end of the day, man, you know, I don't, I'm not really too sure about who he is as a person. There we go. But what I do know is that uh, he he's 
he's uh he's he's taken the energy yes. into a positive direction when it comes to boxing Facts. you know what i mean uh, and mma you know what yeah, i mean he's making true. noise about he's making about noise. the pay he's showing his, you know? his single yeah. photos and shit so you know, you know he's, I mean? he's 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 doing what he needs to do and whether people like it or not, they're going to have to learn to love it, learn to have to live with it. And uh, he's doing amazing things for both sports, I believe. Yes. You know? So. The bad guy's on top, man. It is what it is. Yeah. Yo, you're fucked yeah. up. Kid, yeah. Showtime deal. He's outside. He's selling fucking tickets. He's holding down Amanda Serrano, though. So we got to respect that. <laughs> because that's, she's, she's a fucking beast. <laughs> she just needed a big homie. She got that now. And um, we love Jake Paul for who he is. But you know what it is? It's the pretty left hook. Shout out to LeVar Arrington. Shout out to the Up On Game Presents Network. Big shout out to my man Vito on the edits. And you know what it is? Senior Miguel will be back. I love it's it. my homie. Hey. He knows the game. And you just been hit in your goddamn fucking liver, baby. What's up, baby? <laughs> Got it. Love it. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 